Episode number 31, Taking It to Max Sports Podcast with your hosts, Max Murphy, and with Syracuse offensive lineman, NFL draft prospect, Matthew Bergeron. How are you? Good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you've had some long days. You've had lots of prep. Uh, I don't know if, and we'll kind of get into it in the podcast, but I don't know if people know from the time you're, I mean, you opted out of the bowl game. Uh, because you had to come down here or right now you're in California. So you had to go down there and do some prep. I don't know if people know what it's like kind of getting that last regular season game done and then kind of flipping, switching your mindset to, all right, now it's the real deal. We're going to prep. We're going to kind of do what we've been working our whole life to um, enter in and prepare for the NFL draft. So we'll get into that. But um, you played in all – I found this fascinating. Um, I was looking through your accolades. I was watching some of your film, but you played in all 12 games as a freshman yep. with five of them being starts. Yeah. Uh, that's really uncommon. It doesn't yep. matter if you're a, if you're a five star, if you're a two star, mm-hmm. if you're a walk on, it's really incredible that you were able to play all games as a freshman. You got thrown in there right away. What was that experience like? Um, just getting thrown in there as a freshman coming out of high school. Oh, it was it was overwhelming at first, you know, because this is like the comp- the level of competition we're playing week in and week out. Like we're playing teams like you know Boston College, Wake Forest, right, Florida State. Like it's, it's it's some good competition, and you know ACC always known you know to have good rushers. So you know for me as a true freshman out of Canada, like, you know I was a little bit overwhelmed at first, but I felt like it was good that I played, and you know all the game, you know, prior to starting just so, just so, you know, get the rhythm, get the vibe of the game and just, you know, get, get caught up to the speed. And then, you know, once my name was called up, you know, I think it was week seven uh, against Florida state. That's why I did my, I made my first start as a true freshman at Florida state. And it was crazy because the uh, stadium was packed, man. It was, it was a crazy environment, but you know, I played good. Uh, I mean, played, played good enough for a freshman, for a true freshman. Right. tackle. So they, 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 they left me out there at right tackle. And then, you know, play throughout the, the season. I just felt like I was getting comfortable, you know, more comfortable as, as the game went on. And, uh, you know, season by season, I just, you know, knock on wood, but I, I, I've been, like, lucky with injuries and stuff, you know, taking care of my body. So, you know, played a lot of football for Syracuse, and I felt like it gave me the chance of, you know, getting better and better because, you know, you play, like, 39 games in your career, like, obviously you're going to get better. And, you know, right. comfortable out there. And, you know, I think that's – you know, my playing time definitely helped me in my transition to becoming a leader for Syracuse because I was like somebody, you know, younger guys in the locker room will, will, will look up to. Yeah. So you brought up just kind of coming out of high school, uh, playing playing in Canada is, first of all, really uncommon that we see guys come from uh, yeah. there to here to not only play in college, but have the chance to go in the NFL. So. I mean, that's great to hear. But what was the, I guess, the growing up there? What was kind of your um, lifestyle there? And is it a big difference, not only culturally, but um, like a big cultural difference in football, in the game of football? Obviously, they have the CFL, but what's the difference like with football there and here? Yeah, it was a big difference, you know, coming from, you know, Quebec to uh, New York and ACC. I feel like just the the level of competition we have in Canada, like we, we don't have, you know, the type of talent, you know, there is down in this side of the border. And, uh, you know, the level of coaching is different. Like, I wasn't getting the same coaching that some of these guys were getting, you know, in America. So it was, it was definitely – and just getting, you know, because obviously it's a whole different game in Canada. The rules are different. The field is bigger. You know, we, we play with 
three downs. You know, there's an extra player on the field. You know, as the offensive lineman, there's a yard between the O-line and the D-line. So there's a few technicalities that, like, I had to get used to as a true freshman. But, like, I feel like enrolling early, I got in Syracuse in May uh, before my, my my true freshman year. And, you know, it definitely helped me, you know, just getting adjusted to the game. And also not, not also that, but, you know, we talked about culture. Like, in Quebec, you know, my first language is French. So, you know, it, Quebec is a French-speaking province. Just getting adjusted to the to the English, yeah, the, you know, American education. So that I feel like that period of time definitely helped me just getting a little bit early and getting some summer summer classes out of the way so I can just feel comfortable with, with the classes so it's not an issue when fall camp comes around, when football comes around. And, you know, it was a great transition. I feel like, you know, not only myself, but, like, the, the, the teammates around me, the guys around me and the coaching staff, they definitely helped me. You know, the, the the relationship I've built, you know, in, in that locker room as a freshman, they definitely, you know, helped me in those tough times because it wasn't easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, we, we, we had some great moments, but like it wasn't easy. You know what I'm saying? So just well, it, on my brothers, like it, it was it was definitely something. Yeah. And it's not easy when you play all your games as a freshman gets. And I mean, your first start being against Florida State, who we know in the last 10 <laughs> years, but but even. Uh, in the 60s, 70s, 80s was a college football powerhouse. So going in that stadium and starting your first game, what was the recruiting like? Because when you're coming, um, when you're coming from there, you're not getting all the offers from all the, especially the Pac-12, the SEC schools, because you're playing in Canada. Obviously, Syracuse is a school that recruit you because they're um, a bit closer to. Uh, Quebec and that kind of thing, but what's the recruiting like? Who were, who were you recruited by, and why did you choose Syracuse? So Syracuse is my only offer, uh, you know, coming out like wow. I, you know, I didn't have Twitter at the time. Like that's one thing crazy. Like in Canada, like I never used Twitter, so you know, yeah. I, you know, I, I went down. So the story is, I went out to uh, Syracuse recruiting camp, and you know, I was I, I just I just balled out, and uh, Syracuse you know, offered me on the spot, and then you know I committed right away, but then. I just started getting calls from like all over the country, like from schools all over the country. Like, oh yeah, Matthew, like we're gonna like we're offering you blah 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 blah. But like, I'll, I always say committed Syracuse, and you know I didn't have Twitter, so like I never posted all my like all the offers or whatever. The huddle stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you know Syracuse offered me, and I told him like, listen, I'm coming, I'm I'm, I'm coming to Syracuse regardless. So I, I turned, respect that. Yeah, I turned everybody down, took one visit, and it was Syracuse, and, you know, fell in love with the campus, just the vibe of the campus, and, you know, just the energy on campus. I feel like Syracuse is so, like, I mean, like, I feel like the fan base is so special, man. You go to the basketball games, like, it's always packed. Football games, we got a great fan base, and, man. It's it's a one-of-a-kind, because when you, when you have the winters that we have, I mean, what, yeah. what else is there to do but to go to sports games? and You know, we got a dome for both basketball and football, so it's, it's definitely the best setup, and, you know, just the college campus, like the the you know the the the, the nightlife. It was, I mean, it was great, man. I had some good yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I I miss it already. Hope to go back next year. But um, you're in 2021, so not this year, but the year before, you were an All ACC honorable mention. So you worked your way from starting five games freshman year up to well, I guess because you played all four years. So you start all five games as a freshman, your junior year, you were all ACC honorable mention. And this year, this is what I want to get to um, being named a captain. And, uh, and then you were named at the end of the year, you had a great year. You opened lots of eyes from um, NFL scouts, that kind of thing, but you're a second team, all ACC this year uh, to wear that C 
on your chest. I mean, a lot of fans, a lot of people kind of knows what it means and the importance mm-hmm. of it, but what did it mean to you? And uh, what was it like being a captain for the, for the really good Syracuse team this year? I mean, man, it was, it was great. You know what I'm saying? Like not only me, but like, you know, being captain with the guys that I came up with, like, you right. know, freshman with Garrett Williams, Garrett Williams uh, Michael Jones, uh, you know, it was, it was just unreal that like it's it's finally our turn to lead the team. Uh, you know, we've been through a lot. Like I said, it was definitely a lot of ups and downs, uh Syracuse, but we always saw it through and you know, we always kept working, always kept our head down and just put the work in and it paid off. This paid off huge. And you know, all all those Michael Garrett, they had a great season. And it I was it's probably one of my like favorite accomplishments that I had just being a captain for Syracuse and you know, leading the team to, you know, a uh, winning season that, you know, we haven't been in Syracuse. So it's definitely uh, something I'm grateful for. I bet. That's a big deal. Um, there's a couple of things I want to touch on what you just said. I think uh, that captain or that C on your chest just represents a lot more than your play on the field. Um, I, I kind of mentioned it at the way game, but we met in a social work class and I was, obviously we are few of, few and far between uh, men that are in the social work field um, and that are in that class together. So we ended up having a bond in that class, but uh, I found it just so easy to talk to you. And what I really found interesting, Matt, was I I'm in these classes with a bunch of athletes and not to like name a certain ones, but it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a choice for student athletes. You guys are um, getting up at 6am, 5am practicing every day. Uh, school, especially if you think you're going to make a big time school can be optional for some people and they're not raising their hand, answering questions. They're not putting in kind of the effort that it takes to really do well in school. And when you're in a social work class of 20 people, you got to be pretty involved. You were, you were raising your hand for lots of stuff. You're just so involved in not only the football team, you weren't only just commit on the field, but I think that captain, really represent you off the field as well and in the classroom. So I just wanted to praise um, well, your, your hard, your hard work in the social work class. And thank you. Kind of thing. I mean, you know, social work is definitely a great program and, you know, like ever since I got in social work as a freshman, like I just fell in love with it. And, you know, I, I feel like I, I can, I can just come up to class and just bullshit. Cause it's like what you learn and the interaction you have with people, teachers and other students, like, and right. it, have outside of campus like at, at an internship and all that like you can't take that lightly because that that interaction can probably change somebody's life you know yeah. so you gotta always approach everything 100 i think that's something I'm, I'm most proud of like whatever i'm gonna be doing i'm gonna do it 100 i'm not gonna bullshit or just you know half-ass it like it's, it's something i really take pride of i respect that okay and then another thing uh we were talking about you started with uh michael and garrett who also um, be preparing and entering in the FL draft. Um, but you guys started on a team that was really struggling. Was it the year after we were in the camping bowl with uh, yeah. Eric Dungey that you guys were freshmen? So, so, so we got in the year after you guys went to a bowl game. So we thought coming in like, Hey man, we're coming into this, this winning Syracuse team. Like this, we're going to help the team win games. We're going back to a bowl game. Like I remember summer people were like, Oh yeah, Syracuse going to the orange bowl. Like, it was just a lot of hype, and then you know it was it was it was a tough season that year, and you know, but like 
it was a tough season, but it gave us the chance to, you know, go out there and make plays. You know, Michael played early in his career, too, for Syracuse, and I played early. And then Garrett made some crazy plays his freshman year, too. So I think yeah, it was definitely a, a blessing in disguise. Yeah, when you guys go from those, I mean, un, I'll, I'll say underperforming teams to this year where you guys start off 6-0, and I went down to the Clemson game. It was so much fun to follow the the mm. team this year, but you guys had it rolling uh, through six weeks. Uh, schedule got a little bit tougher. Injuries were huge. Uh, like Garrett, Garrett got injured, and then we had a bunch of injuries, a um, bunch of hard, tough ACC road games. But going from your freshman year to a really struggling team, working your way up, becoming a captain, uh, just that experience is I think that experience and you can speak for yourself, but it prepares you so well for an NFL draft when you're playing 12 games as a freshman and then you're with teams that win a game in a season. And then you're with a team that wins seven and you're going to um, the pinstripe bowl. That's a pretty big deal. And so. No doubt. Um, it, I feel like it, it builds character. You know what I'm saying? I feel like some of these yeah. guys draft, they've been a winning teams their whole career. Like they, they didn't have to fight through a certain, you know, uh, yeah. versus- I feel like, you know, Syracuse, you know, prepared me for those ups and downs that you have in the NFL. You know, NFL is, is a tough league and it's not always going to be easy. And I think that's just something that Syracuse prepared me for, just being ready to fight through adversity. Um, this year we had a couple coaching changes. Uh, Robert and I came from Virginia. I think he really helped the offense this year. Um, who do you contribute, like especially this year, uh, when you guys had it rolling, who do you contribute a lot of your – uh, great development and success uh, to this point and kind of like, especially with maybe your high school staff, but especially the Syracuse staff, who do you contribute a lot of your success and who helped you prepare um, to become the old lineman that you are today? Uh, I feel like coach Mike Schmidt, uh, you know, he came in uh, in 2020 after our uh, one in 10 season, he came in from San Diego state uh, definitely helped me. I feel like I improved a lot. You can see the jump, you know, from, tw- I went from 2020 to 2021, becoming an All-ACC uh, Norble mention, and then made that jump again from just being the Norble mention to, like, a second team. And I feel like Coach Mike Schmidt really took my game to next level, not only as an athlete, but also as a person, you know, just growing as a person, as a leader. And I think it just shows throughout the years. So we definitely have a special relationship, and, I, you know, I'm grateful for him. That's awesome. Uh, you're – was it your junior year or your sophomore year where you moved from uh, right tackle to left tackle? It was it was my sophomore year. It was uh, mid mid season my sophomore year. I got moved to right from uh, moved to uh, yeah I got left moved to- from right. Yeah, and I mean even I, I I'm a big football fan, but I don't know what a transition like that can be. Uh, you hear about sometimes it's pretty rare in the NFL unless there's an injury. But uh, as far as like a technical standpoint. What, what's that transition like? Um, I mean, it's, it's definitely tough, you know, especially now, um, you know, because I've been used to playing left tackle, like, since, since my sophomore year. So right now I'm, I'm out here in training trying to do both. And, like, when you're used to do something a certain way, like certain moving, you got to reverse it in your mind and do it the opposite. So it's definitely tough. But the more you do it, the better it is. And I feel like it's just something that you need to have for the second level. I mean, for the next level in the NFL, you know, just being able to play multiple positions, you know, definitely adds value to yourself. 
Yeah, uh, I was hearing kind of around senior bowl time a couple weeks ago. I guess I read an article that um, they were kind of looking at you being an offensive guard too in the NFL or just staying at that tackle position. Well, my, my goal is definitely to stay at the tackle. But, uh, you know, I feel like in senior bowl and in the second practice of senior bowl, I played a guard. And, you okay. know, I felt like, you know, I did a good job at guard. And so it was my first time ever playing guard, to be honest, in Syracuse. I always played either right tackle or left tackle. And, you know, went in there, did a good job, and it just gave me the opportunity to show teams that, like, hey, look, I can I can play right tackle, left tackle, guard. Like, I can play most yeah. of the you know, it just adds that It just adds value. But, you know, in my, in my heart and mind, I'm definitely a left tackle, but I'm going to do anything to win. I love that. Love that mentality. Um, I I was kind of looking at some of your film. You, I thought one of the more impressive – um, edge rushers this year, Isaiah Foskey out of Notre Dame. Uh, they they had a great game against us. We were coming off the Clemson game. That was tough. Getting home and then having to turn around and face a team as stacked as Notre Dame this year, despite their uh, somewhat disappointing uh, season as, as a record standpoint. But Isaiah Foskey, watching him on the field was like, I mean, holy shit, this guy is a monster and he's going to be really good at the next level. But I watched a couple reps and you contained him better than I've seen a lot of offensive linemen contain him this season. Um, there were a couple videos on YouTube that showed you putting him into the ground. Uh, yep. Who it, I, I want to ask you first what it's like playing against, I guess, did Isaiah Foskey kind of leave a mark on, um, on this year? Like, hey, I did pretty well against that guy. Uh, that's definitely going to help me going forward. And then who are some of the best edge rushers you faced in college? If you can name some off the top of your head. Yeah. I mean, in college, uh, some of the best rushers I faced definitely Jared verse for the state miles Murphy from Clemson. And I yeah. feel that was definitely a top three. And, you know, I had all those guys in the back end of the season. So that's, that's the thing about Syracuse and playing the ACC. Like you're always going to play, get some good competition and you always got to be ready week in and week out you can't you can't take a week off and it's just great just being able to play against those guys because all those three guys you know they they first round talent right there and just be able to being able to show the teams are like look i can compete with those guys i can hold my own so it, it definitely shows that like I'm, I'm i'm ready and you know to take that next step yeah when you're going against and you guys almost pulled away at that game, that Clemson game. But when you have Brian Brissy, Miles Murphy, and the studs that they ha- have on defense, it's just – it's a whole nother level. Going down for that game, it felt like an SEC-type feel. Not that the ACC is a whole lot worse than the SEC, but the guys that come into the draft from the SEC and you and they, and they get a reputation for that. Anyway, it was crazy. I – a lot of people, a lot of fans, especially fair weather fans won't watch an offensive lineman during a game. They're going to watch where the ball is, yeah. but to fall, <clears throat> to have you in a class, a couple classes this year to follow you, to see you against Isaiah Foskey um, was really incredible. One of the reasons I wanted to get you on this, on this podcast also, cause you're my first big yeah. <laughs> uh, interviewee. So that's awesome. But um, let's kind of, let's move into the NFL draft. What's your mentality going into the draft? I mean, just going to the draft, I'm just the way I saw it and the way I've been telling people, I'm, I'm giving the, my best in everything I do. You know, went down to senior bowl, get left left the senior bowls, thinking that, you know, I did my best. I'm going to the combine in two weeks. You know, I, I, my goal is to leave combine 
thinking I did my best also. Uh, just, right. show teams, you know, all, all I want to do is show teams, you know, I put effort in everything I do. You know, combine, a lot of people watch the 40 and everything, but there, there's a lot going into that. There's interviews, there's, you know, meetings with teams. So there's a lot of stuff going into that. So you can't take anything lightly. So I just want to leave combine saying, that, you know what, I did my best. I'm just let it, you know, I'm, I'm going to just control what I can control, basically. And, you know, when, when, when it comes to draft day, it's like one thing that I did a good job of is just thinking that, like, draft day is just the start of something bigger. You know what I'm saying? Tom Brady wasn't a high pick. Like, there was a lot of guys that, you know, went late in the draft and had great careers. So if if you have that approach saying that, like, no matter when or where I'm getting picked up, like, it's it's just the start of something bigger. So, yeah. Um, you, you were talking, uh, we've been keeping in touch since you've been down in LA, but you're talking just before this about how you're training with Joe Staley, obviously a hall of fame offensive lineman. And then, um, a coach that I am not too familiar with, but what's it been like preparing with some of the great offensive linemen who are going to be entering this draft. And then obviously a hall of famer, uh, Joe Staley and a great coach. I mean, it's been, it's been great working with Joe, uh, not only on a football standpoint, but, like, just just having somebody you can go up and ask questions, you know, not only on football, but, like, on a personal life. How is it to be an NFL guy in the locker room? How is it your rookie year? Because a lot of people, you know, all they see is the NFL, the, the film side. The, they, they just watch the game on Sunday. There's a lot of things that goes on that goes on with that. So just being able to have Joe where I can just turn around and ask him about anything is definitely something great. And also, you know, He's one of the best linemen that ever played the game. So just being able to watch film, watch NFL film, break down certain rushers, certain defenses, just learn about the NFL with Joe has been something I'm, you know, really grateful. And, you know, he's not only he's, he's a great coach, but he's a great person to have in my life. So I'm definitely going to have him close. That's awesome. Uh, being, being a senior bowl invitee is a pretty big deal. You got to um, play against and play with some of uh, some of the great people who are entering in, in that draft. What was the, um, I keep asking what was the process like, but I just kind of want to know what it's like to go from sitting in, I mean, right now you're in a hotel room, but it at whatever, 7 a.m. until 7 p.m. You're grinding with Joe Staley, all these guys you're prepping. And then you go down to, um, to Mobile, Alabama for this uh, senior bowl. And what was that like? I, it was <laughs> Mobile is, is definitely a grind, man. You know, you get some mobile. It's like there's all those measurements. You know, it takes forever. You know, they take you weight, height. You know, you take tests, a bunch of questionnaires and stuff. And then, you know, the very next day after you check in, the very next day you got to wake up at like 5.30, have interviews with, you know, different teams for like three hours. And then you got meetings on top of some meetings. And I feel like the hardest part about the senior boys is the schedule. Like there's a lot to do in a short amount of time. And you got to be on point mentally and every, you know, every step, you know, throughout the way. So just being on point when the interviews, being on point in the meetings, because you got to learn the playbook for just, you know, right. one week of practice. So you got to learn a whole new NFL playbook. And it's, it's, it's so different from a college playbook. So there's a lot of details and stuff that you got to pick up on fast. But at the same time, you got you to gotta stay active because, like, so basically that Monday we had meetings until until five. So so we got up at five thirty, had uh interviews with team until eight thirty. Then we had meetings all day, just getting ready for the week of practice. And then at six thirty PM, uh we started so basically you had fifteen fifteen minute interview 
with 16, 16 different teams in the NFL. So it was wow. like from 6 to 11.30, straight interviews and just, you know, talking with teams, you know, talking about our playbook, just telling the story, how I got to Syracuse and everything. Well, all of those 16 different teams, so I had to say this, the same stuff 16 different times. And it was, uh, it was, it was a grind for sure. But man, I'm I'm grateful for that week. Uh, listening, like it, it definitely put me in a better position. Just show the team, just show like not only the athlete I am, but also the person. Just so the teams can get to get to know me as a person, and you know how I interact with my teammates and you know coaches and stuff. Yeah, and there were some reps of you uh, going viral, not only in the Senior Bowl game, but against that Tennessee defensive lineman. Yeah, um, that was awesome to see. Mm-hmm. But. Um, what I guess I'm gonna end you off here. Uh, we could go on for hours, but what can you provide uh, to your future NFL team? Why should they take you? Uh, why should they take me? Just for, you know, for what I bring in the locker room and on the field, I feel like you know we talked about it. I can play multiple positions, and I got the toughness you know on the field that you can see. So whatever position I'm, I'm playing, I'm gonna bring that toughness. That toughness, regardless. And also in the locker room, I feel like I'm just a natural leader. People tend to follow me, and I'm just you know social dude that, you know, has a great relationship with everybody uh, throughout the team. You know, I have a good relationship with the top guys, but also I have a great relationship with the walk-ons and the people right. working around the facility. So I think just I'm, I'm a, you know, complete package, and I feel like teams should definitely take a chance uh, a chance on me. It was, it was amazing having you on. Uh, wanted to do this for a while, but uh, you're one of the hardest I, – I guess I don't know what it's like – in the practice room, but you're one of the hardest worker guys that I knew in the classroom, um, on the field. Uh, yeah, you have a bright future ahead of you. I'm excited to follow your journey. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you for having me, man. It was fun. Yeah, of course, Matt. Good talking to you. Good talking to you. Good luck with the NFL draft process. Thank you. Take it to the Mac sports podcast. Uh, Matthew Bergeron joined the show. Enjoy.